0: Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. And joining me is Hannah Garcia, an associate with the firm.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And today we're covering the week of January 29th in Austin politics. And, uh, you know, we're recording this on February 2nd. And again, we said this last week, but where did the month go?
1: I know. I feel like it's just been a whirlwind. And I know everyone says this, but as you like get older, time just goes faster. Older,
0: older, older year. I'm 23.
1: <laughs> I'll be 24 in March though. It's I know. Coming.
0: Time flies. It does. It does.
1: It's almost my birthday.
0: hmm Well, but it, it has been a whirlwind. We've had some significant news last few weeks. So, uh, you know, coming off, I think uh, a week ago, we had the will-he-won-he hiring of, of, of well, former Austin Police Chief Art Acevedo. And the ripples of that still carried into this past week on 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 Wednesday the 31st, January 31st, we had a memo released from NRMC manager Garza. Um, in part, I mean, it, it was laying out several items, but it was definitely in reaction, I think, to... Um, Response rather from councils, I would say, you know, mild frustration if that about how that all went. Um, but the the memo, we have a link to that in the show notes, covers um, the responses and several inquiries from council members, from a sub of the council, rather, uh, relating, to this, relating to the same manager's 60 to, to 9 day plans, as well as importantly. Um, the transition from an interim team manager to a permanent team manager. Um, we won't go into all the details of the memo. It's a fairly light read. It's six pages, but it touches on several, I think, key items. Uh, one is executive hiring and the roles there. APD, big thing there. We'll get more yes. of that uh, in a moment. Uh, but also his thoughts, um, again, prompted from queries from City Council on the sub of the City Council, I should say, on both how his his office should engage with counsel um, as well as what he for he believes would be good for a future c manager. And so again for those who are have applied or are applying for that role and actually the job posting for C manager is still up until February twelfth. Mm-hmm. So it's still, it's anyone's game yeah. on paper. Yeah
1: ten days. <laughs> I
0: know. So it um you know I think it, it it's a very informative um Informative uh, insight into the C managers thinking as we go forth into the next, uh, at least the first two quarters of twenty twenty four, and you know, the ripples of those those decisions will go on much further. Um, but a, but a good read. Any thoughts you know, on the memo?
1: Yeah, I think you know if you if you read through it, I think the most um, most notable things that we saw there, especially related to executive hiring, is that uh, within the next sixty days, we should hopefully get a Um, human resources director and that position has been i want to say it's been we've had an interim person in there for almost a year now um and that that kind of went under the radar just because all of that was happening when we were you know getting a new interim city manager along with a lot of other things so that position will be filled within the next 60 days and then we have two new positions that kind of came from Uh, city audits that were needed, and so those are going to be the interim city ethics and compliance officer, as well as an innovation office director, and those will be hired within the next two weeks. So, um, unsure if these will be interim, but uh, based off of the memo, we're thinking they're going to be permanent position hires. Um, And so, uh, additionally, he plans to hire a chief learning officer in March. This Mm -hmm. is also coming from a city audit. The city auditor would recommend it. And so, a lot of big hires coming from him in the next 60 days um, which, you know, we'll have a new city manager coming in. And I think one of the things we've heard um, just kind of around is, and this kind of stuck out to me, is, you know, as, as someone who's going to be working for a new city manager, you most likely want to know who that new city manager is. Correct. And, yeah, you want to know who your new boss is before you come to a new job. So I'm really curious to see who those hires will be, um, how long their tenure will be here with us at the city. Um, and if we'll see, I'm sure we'll see some more, um, turnover when we do get a new city manager mm-hmm. and not permanent, but I am just wondering, you know, um, as we are having an interim make these these much needed appointments, um, how is it going to look over the next um, three to four months? Just as we get a new city manager, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I would say even the next several years. And so to just clarify, I think from the timeline the city council gave, it was the the, the goal was potentially, and it wasn't they're not set to this was to have a hire mm-hmm. by April, mm-hmm. by mid or, or early mid April. That doesn't mean the person would start. Then, because I think the the, well, I, the the plan that's been posted by council is for interim city manager Garza to go through this next budget cycle, so ending you know go go through basically September first or sometime then. Obviously, things can always change. We shall see. But I think the, that's the state of play now is to get a you know have a higher selected or an offer made or higher selected by April. TBD. I think that's pretty. If you know based on the past news actually i couldn't tell you right now it could happen i still think it could happen you know based on councils last year of a policy making action deliberation to, to you know on heavy issues which we'll get to one of those or now in a minute too to deliberate and make it, and do action or they could take their time a little longer and they have, and they had that time to do right we shall see i think a lot of it too is going to depend on the applicant pool and the finalist pool as well um, so turning next to, also in council actions, uh, the first phase of Austin's Home Initiative rolls out this coming Monday. And your thoughts on that, Hannah?
1: Um, big for the city. This is the most um, I think comprehensive density-based uh, land code amendment that we've seen ever, um, or at least in my lifetime. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be really big. And hopefully, um, we'll see the amount of units increase. Um, and that kind of... I guess, ease the market a little bit. You know, one of the things we constantly say here in Austin is that it's unaffordable, um, And so the idea is, I guess, from council is that, you know, you increase the supply and that way um, prices will go down. So I, I hope that that's the truth. I've seen a lot of preliminary um, data that's saying that it is going to go down. We've got like a lot of units coming on. Um, if you look at Rainy Street right now, um, there's, I think, six or seven cranes over there building huge high-rises. A lot of those include some affordable housing, so I, I encourage you to look um, into those. As A lot of them are going to be, I believe it's 60% of median family income, so if you qualify for that, you qualify to potentially have some affordable housing uh, in, in Rainey Street, which is a great location.
0: And again the home initiative home stood for the home options for middle income empowerment and this was an initiative spearheaded by council member or mayor pro Tem now Leslie Poole, district uh, 7 um, it n- and now without uh, opposition should, yeah. we should say as well there were several you know this was start the development of this started last August or August I believe or therein publicly anyway mm-hmm. um, a lot of opposition to this I think right the devil opened the details though now we have a, now we get the initiative is not in, We have. We're moving to a step where we'll actually have projects going through this, and we'll see, you know, just what what is what, right? In terms of, uh, are, is it as bad as people were protesting about, or is it a good policy that will enhance and allow, you know, units of different types people live in.
1: Yeah, and if if you look on Zillow, especially for um, properties that are. I do every night. <laughs> Uh, properties that are listed within, you know, kind of the more urban, closer to downtown corridors. Um, some some realtors and and home sellers are already putting on the um, the rend- renderings of what an additional unit would look like, two additional units would look like in that backyard. So it seems that uh, a lot of people are thinking this is going to a, to be enticing for home buyers. Uh, I know, like when I think about the future when I buy a home, I wanna I want a little thing in the back so like my mom or my brother can come stay with us. Um, you know, my brother's significantly younger than me. He's he's 10 right now, or 9. I think he's 9. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Harris. Um, and when I think about him going to college, I hope he goes to UT um, and is another Longhorn. And um, uh, So I, he can just live in the back of me because I'm probably going to be downtown. And then that way, he can't uh, be doing any shenanigans.
0: Or <laughs> you want the shenanigans coming home to you. Yeah, I, no, he'll I like, think you need your, all your space, but... Yeah, time. You
1: just, you know, you get the idea. Um, mixed. You're generation. a good big
0: sister. You're a good big sister.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, well, more to come on that. And then, next item, also not without controversy, was the Austin Council's approval of an extension to police pay in lieu, you know, in benefits in lieu of a, a contract. Those negotiations are still going on. This got, I believe, it was all but two council members voted for it. Council members Harper, Matt, uh, Harvard Madison and Councilmembers Cadre abstained from the vote. The rest approved.
1: And I think it's also important to acknowledge the report that came after, almost immediately after this vote was set. Oh um, yes. Uh, and I think that that would have potentially changed some of the votes. Um, there was a report that came out saying that uh, I believe executives at the police department understood that the bean bags that they were were shooting.
0: Well, give context to- on what that report was about. What did what was it? Ta- what is it? Um, what was the report taught? The context of that, what date we're talking about here?
1: Uh, Mar- February March, February 2020, March 2020? During the protests, yeah. right. Yeah, so during the protests related to George Floyd and um, uh, the Black Lives Matter protests that continued after that, um, executives at the police department, Austin Police Department, understood that the beanbags that they were shooting could be, um, you know, life-threatening and could result in some relatively tragic um injuries that we did end up seeing you know there's there's a kid who cannot see now i believe you know there was broken bones and so that came out immediately almost immediately following this vote mm-hmm. and i you know council member Kadri and harper madison you know said that they they supported you know it was specifically harper madison you know she supported some of it but because of some of the other things that were involved in the ordinance she couldn't support it as a whole um and i think you know especially in district nine we see a lot of um um precarious, I think, interactions with the, the police that, you know, a, a lot of District Niners, I think, know. Um,
0: and district, district 9, for those who aren't aware, is, includes downtown Austin as well as parts of West Campus uh, for UT. Yeah,
1: and, and part of that is we've got... Grand and UT
0: itself. But. Yeah,
1: we've got, you know, 6th uh, Street, we've got Rainy Street, we've got a lot of, you know, nightlife and, and alcohol settings. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. alcohol makes people do crazy things, unfortunately. Uh, and so, you know, there, there tends to be a little bit more crime downtown, just because of the amount of people that live here, and all of that good stuff. Um, and so uh, I think that was, that was part of his reason. But then, you know, afterwards, you know, we saw statements from, you know, Councilmember Fuentes, Councilmember Cadre, and I believe others also said it. But I think, you know, the vote might have changed. We might have had some some actual no votes instead of abstentions on this. Um, and I think, you know, some of the people that voted yes might have might have um, teetered away to the either abstaining or, or voting no on this. But Nonetheless, we saw, I uh, believe, almost three hours of testimony. Not all of it was related to the police contract, but I'd say a third of it was related to the police contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw support and opposition. Uh, I think this is a very, very complicated thing for, for the city co- to come to terms with just because of the history with APD. Um, but nonetheless, I think there's definitely a need for public safety in this city. Uh, I think yeah. there will always be.
0: Yeah, I don't. I can't recall if it was in the city manager's memo relating to APD or one of the other, other one of the other articles touching on the benefits or that report. But right, at least the report from I think the Police or Austin Police Association was the police department's about 323 positions, or uh, not enough. There there are three 320 vacancies. Now, yeah. are those all patrol officers? I'm assuming not, but that's still yeah. significant.
1: And so that, that 323 vacancies, um, that was the number I think they were reporting. But then, you know, we had, uh, the new APA association president, mm-hmm. who is his, I don't care remember his first name, but I know his last name is Bullock. Uh, he came out to speak and, uh, I believe it's between 320 and 500 officers. I see. So they were they were reporting 500 officers while others were saying 320. So not sure where that that exactly that number, but we can assume that it's in there mm-hmm. somewhere. And that's that's a a large amount of officers for the for the large city we have that's mm-hmm. growing every day.
0: And I would say that that's not unique to Austin. I mean, a lot of city like peer cities and larger cities. I mean, it's, it's a serious issue and, not, and one that I think is not unique just to Austin. I think you can. Just from reading social media, sometimes you get this viewpoint that, like, like, Austin's going to hell in my handbasket, pardon my French, but, like, you know, th- these issues are ones that uh, impact or they that rain or that, um, what's the word i trying to say here? This is an issue that is not unique to every city, closing at yeah. that.
1: And, um, yeah, and I think, you know, um, there's definitely, um, you know, people that live outside of downtown when they come here. You know, they're not necessarily used to seeing all of the things they do. Um, And, you know, whether that they might feel, you know, threatened by someone out there and and just, you know, they I think they definitely want to be able to call the police and just to feel safer that a cop is there in case Mm. something happens. And so I think it's a lot uh, listening to the testimony. I think it's a very I encourage other people to do it, especially, you know, people that might be um, in the like 18 to 40 demographic it's really helpful to just listen to what other people have to say I mean it gives imagine that have, it, no. gives, it gives you a really well-rounded uh,
0: perspective you, yeah
1: perspective on like what's going on because I mean like like in college I was I was like why would I ever need the cops and now as I'm getting older I'm like oh
0: I understand <laughs> oh, <yeah>. it now <laughs> yeah for sure uh well that uh council will be next in session this, the following week, uh, coming up for a work session on Tuesday, February thirteenth, and the regular meeting on February on, on Thursday, February fifteenth. Y'all have a great week and week rest of the week and weekend, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everybody.